Hi, and welcome to Untethered, a podcast where you and I can break free from thought patterns that do not serve us, live free from restrictive niches, and talk about things that make us more connected to ourselves and the world around us, like ketamine therapy, parenting styles, and my birth stories with each of my children. These are actual episodes I have recorded and shared, so if any of those interest you, scroll down and have a listen. I want to thank you for being here, choosing to spend your time with me. I know it's valuable. If something you hear connects with you, I would love for you to share that with me. A big part of why I do this is for connection. Connection to self and processing these real-life things aloud, but also to connect with you. And if you would could rate this podcast, that would be great too. Okay, let's get to this episode on Untethered. Hello, hello. Okay, so today's episode... I'm sure you have seen on the title, is about rewards and regrets with network marketing. So for those who do not know what network marketing is, it's a business model that relies on a network of independent distributors to sell a product. You may have also heard this type of business model as MLM, which is multi-level marketing. This is a type of network marketing where salespeople also earn money by recruiting more salespeople. People, excuse me. So you might hear me in this podcast refer to people as upline or downline. That is common phrases in the company that I was working with, which was a multi-level marketing, network marketing business. So to earn money with these businesses how I earned money. You have to be willing to commit time, your own money, consistent effort. You have to know how to quote unquote work social media. You have to know how to essentially sell yourself. Um, I guess this isn't with every network marketing, but my, the company I was with was very much just put your life out there. Um, And people will come and buy from you. Don't just talk about the products, but talk about your life too. So that's why I say work, social media, with quotations around work. (laughs) Um, You also need to know how to communicate with others, whether that's in person, selling your products, selling the business model, or um, online. Which a lot of what I did was online because I was a stay-at-home mom. I didn't go out and recruit in person, really. Um, And half the time that I was in this business, it was during quarantine. So that, all of that is how you make money. Um, But you also sell the products themselves and quote-unquote lead a team. Um, It's definitely more than you'd think when you sign up. I think for me at least, I signed up just because it sounded really good. I didn't, I asked some questions, but I was really more interested in the products themselves. And I'll get into a little bit about my story um, in a minute. But I was working with Monate, and some people say Monet, some people say Monate, um, but Monate stands for Modern Nature. It is a vegan hair care and skincare line. They 
very much advertised as cruelty-free, natural-based products, vegan products. Um, They create their products with health in mind. And that's what really drew me to this company because at this time in my life, I was a relatively new mom. I had my daughter at home where I was staying home with every day but I was also working part-time as a waitress and I was going back to school so I was in this season of my life where I was really focusing on trying to be the best person I could possibly be because I was a mom and I wanted to give my daughter this person to look up to I just felt like it was my time as a young adult to really be more mindful of the things that I put in my body. My daughter was also in the NICU for four weeks and that really frightened me along with she was a premature baby and that frightened me with just how it happened and the things that make women go into premature birth which you never really know. I mean there's at least for my story, I never really knew. Nothing came back from my placenta that wasn't, um, you know, bad. But after learning, it could just be toxins in the air, um, toxins you put on your body, toxins that are in your body. And it just kind of woke me up to the fact that, all right, I want to bring my baby home to a home that isn't using products with parabens, sulfur, parabens, sulfates. Um, I wanted to have a very clean start to raising my family. And then when Monet entered the chat per se, that sounded really good on paper because I, like I said, I was working part-time, going to college. I was a new at stay-at-home mom and I wanted this other thing possibly to help me get out of my part-time job and do something that could make me stay at home with my baby and actually have income coming in because at that time I really wanted to be financially independent I did not want to depend on my partner to help me financially and Monate sounded really good because it was this community and I'm sure for stay-at-home moms or just moms in general listening, specifically young moms, I guess it's not specific, any mom of any age can relate to motherhood can be really lonely at times, especially if you're a stay-at-home mom and your days kind of go by and you're just not even knowing what who you are anymore And for me, none of my friends had children at the time, so I was kind of walking through this alone. Not really, because my friends were still there for me. My mom was still there for me. I still had my family. But being a 21-year-old mother, that was something I hadn't known anyone else to be going through yet. So I wanted to surround myself with more women, more mothers, people that were health conscious, um, mindful, just 
people that I wanted to be able to look up to and that's kind of how I found Monate and how it sounded really good and everything just looked really good on the outside okay and I also was struggling okay so it was a hair care skincare I was struggling with my hair not growing because I had postpartum and you know the things that women walk through after you have a baby and I really joined for the products at first I was like if I'm gonna actually give this a go I'll join as a member because you save money on the products that way and if I'm going to sell these products down the road I have to be confident in trying them first so I gave myself a month of trying them Meanwhile, I'm like kind of being like a fly on the wall, as they say in the network marketing world. Um, I was listening in on the group meetings, the Zoom calls. I was reading kind of the group chat, what they would talk about, how they would support and encourage one another, these goals that were they were setting. Like it just, this was a group of women that were ambitious and that were just continuing to grow them within themselves and it was so it just felt aligned at that time it just felt like something that I needed to be a part of because it felt like I wanted that but I didn't know how to do it on my own so it looked easier to be a part of a community that was doing it all together and I kept watching Jackson meanwhile he's like I don't think you should do this this looks like a pyramid scheme like just be careful. He never tries to control anything I do. He just warns me. Holds, he always says, like, if you do just listen to me the first time. Because he does have a way of seeing things a year down the road. I don't know. He just gets a vibe. And I just don't trust him right away. Because I am the type of person where, like, I need to live through this first. I need to find out for myself. And then we'll, we'll figure out if you were right. So a month goes by, I'm using the products, I'm loving them. I actually still do use the hair products, guys, (laughs) okay? Half because I do not wash my hair more than three times a month, four times a month maybe, once a week. So I have gone, I just don't even use shampoo and conditioner all that often. So I still have the products and I still use them. I don't have a membership or I'm not connected to money in any way shape or form anymore um so when the products run out will I still find a way to buy with them I don't know or will I just go to a similar natural vegan sulfate free paraben free hair care line I don't know if you guys have hair care products that you're in love with that don't require me to have a membership please slide into my DMs, okay? Because I, I would like I would like another option. Um, that, yeah. So anyway, so I'm using the products, liking them. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm feeling confident enough where I could, I could try this out, whatever. And you do the first thing where you do, you do it scared, right? Like you get on Facebook Live, Instagram Live. I think I did it on Instagram Live. I told the world that I was going to be a part of this company and 
it was like an adrenaline rush if I'm being completely honest because you're like scared shitless right you don't know if anyone's gonna listen to you I did text my girlfriends and I was like hey I'm doing this if you guys could just watch and support me that would be really cool and they did and I love them for it almost all my friends had either bought from money bought from me or had joined my team and had um, gone on to sell to other people too and start their own businesses and I think for the most part they found I hope they found some positive some rewardment out of the experience because I definitely did I'm not here to bash Monate or my upline or my team were there parts in it that became really uncomfortable and ugly and egocentric and manipulative Yes, and I will share with those. But all in all, I do not. I'm glad that I lived through the experience of network marketing. Sure, it's embarrassing now to kind of look back at moments of what I did, but all in all, I can say I was exposed to a lot of. a lot of personal development, which essentially brought me to where I am today. So back to the story. Jackson was uneasy about it um, and kind of saw like he literally drew out pyramid. He's like, okay, this is where you're going to start. And this is where, you know, five uplines in front of you are. And this is how it's going to work. And I was like, don't, I'm going to figure this out. Okay. And me, while I'm had just launched my business. I'm still not really reaching out to people yet. I'm just kind of like easing my way into this, like a slow race. And I remember one night there was a call, like a group meeting, whatever. And I had, was listening to it. And then I get a text from my upline and she's like, Hey, you're only this amount of points away from, it was either from being active or reaching my first level um, because there's different levels right to achieve a different goal and she was like you only have this many points um is there anything you want to buy so that you could reach those amount of points and at the time I didn't even think anything of it right I was like oh I mean I had been wanting the eye cream so I guess I'll just buy it and I did And what she was doing was she was getting me to buy something so that it would help her get to the next part, right? So I don't even care about that, but it was more like the lack of transparency. She wanted me to buy something so that it could help her business, not just like telling me that up front. She like put it in a different light. And that was definitely a red flag because that was the first time I saw women I this was the first time someone had told me to buy something to get my volume up but not the last time okay so it was a very reoccurring thing for women to be like oh just buy this certain amount of product and then you'll hit this you'll hit this mark um and that is so bad because that is how women go broke in this business that's how people do not buy or do not make money in this business, like, that is horrible to think about. And I, I, 
did not go broke in this business, okay? I, my mom works at a credit union. She taught me how to get my finances in check from day one. So I did not go that route. I did buy the eye cream. But when I, like, when there would be large amounts of money, like, you need 200 points or two, you need to spend $200 to get to this point, people would do that. And that's fucked up. Excuse my language, but you're not making a ton of money in this business until you get a larger clientele, until you get more girls to join with you and start their businesses you don't make great money right off the bat. So for her to say that and to say that a lot, it wasn't just once, it was often, um, that puts people in a really uncomfortable situation because people aren't necessarily thinking about the $200 that they're about to spend. They're thinking about that big goal and that big bonus they're about to get. So it's just manipulative marketing and it wasn't good. And I saw this happen a lot. And as as much as I didn't play into it or do it myself, um, I feel like that was a red flag I wish I would have saw from, I wish I would have just said something. I wish I would have just been like, hey, this isn't right. Um, and who knows, I definitely, like, the way that this business model works is so you've got an upline and then that person has an upline. So however this person found out to use that that tactic, most likely the person above her was using that tactic. And then it just trickles. So it's just ugly to think of it now. Um, and who knows, I definitely could have said something along the lines of when somebody was almost to a point of like, hey, do you have that one person you could reach out to and close a deal with? Like, I can definitely remember times where I had said that and that shit, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is a, (laughs) this is a public apology if I'm being completely honest because there were, there were parts in this in this business, in this time in my life where I did things that were against my heart, but I felt so much pressure and there's just so much talk about mindset and like, do it if you're scared, um, do things you, you, you think you can't do. Like so many slogans come to mind, um, that I was disconnected from my heart and I wasn't doing things out of, my heart it was definitely more out of my ego and how to help this other person who put so much pressure onto me um and I'll get to that in a minute but I really did become that girl right and I'm, I guess I still am that girl because I'm out here on Instagram sharing with you guys just life and not everybody does that and I guess that was the one part that I really did enjoy from joining Monate was just having connections out there like sharing my own struggles or hard times or things I'm working on or parenting tips or what I'm cooking my family for dinner like I liked sharing that because there was this there is this feedback that you get from other people there is this um there's a gratification that comes from serving and I do 
enjoy serving and that's one thing another thing that I am thankful for from that but I did become that girl I was the one who messaged the girl messaged girls from high school I was the girl where my family probably felt pressure to buy from me um and that's just embarrassing but I and I can't take that time back I can't take that embarrassment away those are just things that I've lived through and an experience that I will look back on and learn from um but a little bit more about how how money's made how I made money so my success I guess happened really when quarantine hit and it was mostly because Jackson was home from work for a month and this business works in 30-day increments so when he was home for that month who was helping me with Brindley he was so I got to spend that whole month just hustling like going hard as fuck and I did I feel like I just worked from sun up till sundown I my team was already pretty built at that point I had had like I don't know maybe eight girls in my downline and then my customer base was like 75 to 100 people at that time and I had been in the business for six months about so I had built this successful business and then when quarantine hit it was the biggest my team had ever been I had found that momentum um because I didn't really have to worry about taking care of my child. Jackson had had that. So I really got to focus on myself during that time and really got to focus on the business. And it was great. I had made the most money I'd ever made. I got my biggest bonus check. I had reached, you know, this level that was um, like the, the top 3% of the business. So not a lot of people had achieved it. Um, and I was high rolling in my mind, right? Like my ego's high. I'm like, I'm, I've got this, I'm doing this. My team's so good. My customers are buying and they enjoy my service and like, I'm just hustling, right? <laughs> and then a couple months go by and some really hard things happened inside some relationships in the business, in my team. Personalities clashing, um, my upline not seeing eye to eye with people and causing, or not causing, but not helping um, these certain situations. And I don't want to go into too much of detail of that because I do not want to, I don't want to just sit on here and disrespect somebody. Um, but things happened and my team got this really sour taste in their mouth for my upline who was kind of leading all of us. And that was just like the ripple effect of how things declined um and so that kind of happened and then it was kind of like a wound you know the the wound I was talking about last episode that happened I feel like just about everybody in my team felt that that they felt it 
and time goes on more ever some people leave the team some people leave the business some people just go off to do it on their own some people take a big step back whatever um and then july comes so quarantine february march april may june people are just kind of doing their own thing i don't know it's kind of a blur um (laughs) but july comes and i really remember this because i was on bed rest with my son and when i would try to attend i remember leading a call of of like a thousand I don't even know I want to say a thousand people because it felt so big it was like the majority of my uplines up like it was it was a huge call it felt like it was like the whole company of money it wasn't but (laughs) if you know how MLMs work and you know how teams work and you know how these communities are built you'll you'll get what I'm saying if not just imagine you're on a zoom call you've you're highly looked up to at this point because you're having continual success. Your um, your numbers are continually going higher. You're on this call. You're a spotlight person for a moment and you're sharing your story and you're sharing like your goals for this business and whatever. I'm sharing that and I'm like, my heart is racing. I have huge anxiety because I don't want to let anyone down. I don't want to say something that I shouldn't say, whatever. Meanwhile, I'm on bed rest and I'm starting to get contractions while I'm talking and I'm like, oh shit, like that's the opposite of what I'm supposed to be feeling while on bed rest. So I get off that call and I'm like, I finally put a boundary down. Something I had uh, lacked to do my entire beginning of the business. I had zero boundaries for myself. I had zero boundaries for my business. I had zero boundaries with my customers, with my downline, with my upline, zero. But in this moment, because it was my baby and it was my body, I put the boundary up of I'm not working anymore. My customers knew, my team knew, everybody was in the know, I can't work right now, whatever. And then I had my son and I was already getting messages of like, when are you coming back? Like, when are you going to start again? While I'm trying to like you know, breastfeed my son and worry about my health and how I'm supposed to be starting this new journey as a mom of two kids, like already getting this connect communication of when are you coming back? And that, that I feel like came from, if I would have just stepped outside for, of myself for a minute and realized like, okay, in you have maternity leave in any other job of at least 12 weeks, right? Why did I allow myself to not go through those 12 weeks unbothered? Like I felt so much, um, I have felt a lot of weight on my shoulders to continue on this success because it was so looked up to like you just no one was talking about the downfalls per se at least I hadn't felt like my upline or somebody was telling me like it's going to be okay to you know not have so much momentum um so I just felt a lot of pressure to keep up and I did I 
I did. I tried to come back. I think it was like six weeks after I had my son. I came back. I led a call. I led my team again. I was doing one-on-ones. I was taking care of my customers' orders again. I was getting back on social media. I Like, just too much. And I was also dealing with postpartum rage. I was dealing with postpartum depression and I my mental health was suffering so bad but I still had this person who was like you got to keep going you know do it uncomfortable do it scared keep growing and I really was okay with where I was at like I was my six you know my money was good my team was good like I had this solitude where I could have just sat back and rested but that's that's never good enough in multi-level marketing like if you're not growing you're dying (laughs) that is that is a fucking saying and that is for your personal like your personal uh, development but also towards your business if you're not growing in your business your business is dying and I really held on to these one-liners like I don't know what the was wrong with me but I felt like I just needed to believe everything that someone would tell me and if I didn't do it then I was not good enough at my job and I was not good enough for this person and this upline was probably gonna drop me or um, take away my team from me like it was it was hard it was really hard and I even hate talking about this because again I don't want to step on anybody's toes but again other but this is real life stuff and this is what my journey was with it and you may be listening and not being you may be listening and you were on our large team and you can agree to some of these things or you may be like that's not true that never happened to me so how could it happen to you and that's that's okay too all of this is valid and this is just my journey with it Um, but when you have that, so when, if my upline saw like on her page, whatever the, you know, the person who's ranking the highest, the person that's bringing in the most sales, there's a lot of pressure for that person who was me and the two other girls, which I can't speak for them. I can only speak for myself, but there was a lot of pressure on me to feel like, I just needed to keep going. I just need to keep working. Meanwhile, I'm struggling with postpartum depression, postpartum rage. Like, I am so struggling with my mental health. And I just kind of kept going because I I didn't put boundaries up. I when I when I made the decision to kind of jump back in, all the boundaries that I had or the one boundary I had set was kind of knocked down and I just let everything in again and I didn't hold space for myself and speak up for myself and say no I just kept going and kept saying yes and as time went on more red flags became more apparent and they happened more frequently and then when my mental health really started to suffer it was actually on a trip and I was on a trip to Mexico with my family I got engaged on this trip. So this was huge. Me and Jackson got engaged. And I came back from that. On the last day, I felt so horrible. 
because I hadn't made any content on that whole time that I was on the trip. I'd barely spent any time on my phone and I had a whole list of content that I was going to make like my hair wash days and how to style with these products and pictures of the products on the beach and like I had all of that and I didn't do it and I felt so ashamed of myself. I felt so not good enough and that was ultimately my that was kind of when I I just had to stop and I had to step away silently and I wish I could say I woke up in that moment and had all of these relevations but I'm it took me so much time it took me like it still is new things pop up and especially recording this podcast and writing these things down and thinking about all of this again it's like you're reliving it again and you're recognizing so many things that were so wrong within this group and within this business and within these people that I I can't say I just woke up and and recognized and processed all of this like it took so much time and when I finally made that decision to kind of step away it was silent I didn't really tell anybody I told the people that I felt like needed to know um but I just felt so shameful and I didn't know if I was making the right decision because I felt like I was losing so much and what was I going to do like how was I going to explain to my customers and the people that were buying from me that I'm just like having a mental breakdown and I can't do this anymore sorry like I felt so much regret and like a loss of self a loss of purpose I felt crazy (laughs) I felt so crazy because I was so tied to that narrative and I truly fully believed in what I was doing and to come to a place of not even being ex- like not even leaving a trip where I got engaged not even thinking about that but thinking about the fact that I didn't share content and that I had take I was off of Instagram for a week and that probably was going to mean detrimental things to my business I I didn't even know how to react I didn't know how to move forward I didn't know how to talk about it I didn't know if I should talk about it because that stuff's not shared within the multi-level marketing team like they're not gonna do a zoom call on how to quit the business and what you should do about that and how you should talk to your customers about that like I felt so lost and I felt horrible I just felt lost and I felt horrible And that brings us to kind of all of the regrets and rewards. But I feel like I wish, a big regret is I really do wish that I would have spoke up for myself more. And I would have taken some time for myself to really recognize what was, what I was doing it's right like when you're so in it it's hard to look out of it and of course my partner is saying like 
that person's shady. How many times is she going to do that to you and you're not going to do anything about it? Like, he's telling me, but I'm still just so in it. And I, because I had, I'd formed this, these friendships. I had formed this, I mean, this purpose outside of being a stay-at-home mom. I had quit my part-time job. I had quit going back to school. Like, I made huge life decisions, not quitting the part, this, not quitting my part-time job because I, my money was replaced from serving with this business because at the time serving was not even really an option with quarantine and but but quitting school like I didn't even feel like I had the time like they sell it as you can work this between you know little nooks and crannies of your day and maybe you can maybe if you really do have the willpower and strong boundaries within yourself in your life you can make this business work with the nooks and crannies of your day but I felt at one point like I couldn't leave the house because I needed to be on a call. I needed to be available. I needed to be able to message this person back. Well, what if she needed me for this? What if she needed help? Like there were times where I was like a prison. I was in a prison. (laughs) I had made my house somewhere where I couldn't leave because I was so restricted to this job. And it's so crazy to think about it now because how could I have not seen that as something horrible? It didn't take until more time passing, more red flags showing up. And then when I went to therapy because I had postpartum rage and I was so depressed, she's asking me like, where do you think this is coming from? And we're going into all this detail and it ties back to my work environment and what I was expected to do and or what I had felt like I was expected to do. And all of these things that I was talking about, she's like, would this ever be okay in a real physical workspace? Like if your friend was coming to you who had to teach at your job and her boss was saying to her that these things, would you tell her that that's okay? And I was like, no, no, it would not be okay. And also having this revelation or this moment where I'm like okay this has been this had been happening to me what was I doing that was rippling right what was I saying that this person was saying to me like I had to take full responsibility for how I was interacting with other people and how I was doing business poorly and how I was creating these expectations like I I remember being on a call with a mom I think a relatively new mom and she was kind of struggling through the same things that I had been struggling with at the start of my business and or when I had wanted to start with money and she's asking questions and I'm like trying to get her to join on my team or whatever while inside I'm feeling disconnected like am I doing the right thing and I just felt like I had to keep going and like to go against the grain of what I was feeling inside and then sharing that not sharing that with somebody like how fucked up is that that's horrible like I've had to 
process how I played a part in other people's suffering. And I had to take full responsibility for the things that I repeated in this vicious cycle of network marketing. And those are where my regrets lie. And I wish I would have woken up sooner. But that's not how life goes, right? Like, life is, you live through experiences and you, they shape you to who you are. And I can confidently say I have not been tied to money for um, a year now. And I can tell you right now I'm a lot happier um, without having that experience or having that in my life. Um, I will say that the rewards of that business was these life lessons and learning out what to look for and the community of still having the connections with the women all over the world um like I still do I still have made those friends and some of those friends are still in the business I'm not saying that this this level or this business model can't work um I think it totally can work if you're willing to put your head down and grind it out and stay consistent and um, place boundaries on yourself and work hard and all of those things. I think it can. And the, the reward of being able to still um, connect with personal development that I learned in this time of my life like miracle morning I still do that as much as I can um I still journal and write gratitude lists and I still look up to like Jasmine Starr and Ed Milet these people that I work was exposed to in my time with network marketing um so yeah all in all I think it was a great a great part in my life, um, but also a very uncomfortable and awkward and weird part in my life too. And this is a public apology <laughs> to the people that I either cold messaged, messaged way too many times, following up about God knows what, like just being an annoyance. Um, I'm sorry and I hope that I hope that um, we can move on from that and we can look past that time in my life and and know that I will never do it again <laughs> and I deeply apologize um, this is also a apology or I guess not an apology because I just made that but a my hand reaching out to other people that have gone through network marketing. Maybe you were in my downline or part of my uplines downline um, and you felt ashamed for some of the things that I have talked about in this episode. And I just want to hold my hand out to you and say you are not alone and what you felt either now or then is 100% valid and 
you are worthy. You are enough. Nobody can take that away from you. And these things are meant to teach us different lessons, right? Um, And I think that is all I can say for this episode. I'm going to go through some questions now. I asked you guys on Instagram if you had any questions and I've got some. So I'm going to go through those now. Okay, so question number one. Do people actually make good money off of it? So this is a hard question because I don't know what good is. But I will say you make an initial investment um, anywhere from... I think it's $199 to $599 and making that investment back for some, they can make it back within their first 30 days. For others, I don't even know if they ever make that investment back. Um, I went into some detail about my kind of success journey with my how I worked my business and it was pretty consistent I you know consistently got four or five customers each month and had a couple girls on my team added each month um so that was where my that's how you make your income in these in network marketing um but I know that that was not the experience for most girls I would say um because I don't know why I felt like some people really did do everything you know that they were meant to do uh step by step but it just didn't work for some people so I feel like there are a lot of girls that did not really make money off of it and didn't make their investment back or at least didn't make you know as much as they were hoping to, if that makes sense. Okay, next question. Second question, are you required to do a certain amount of posts? Are you required to say certain stuff? So you are not required to do anything. You may, you do what you want to do. You can use social media for your business. That's what they, like, these are things these are one these are things that they would tell you. You know, you're not required to do anything, but if you want to have success in your business, using social media is a great tool. And then they'll give you ways to post about the business. Um, but nobody is like counting how many things you're posting. Um, and you're not necessarily required to say certain stuff, but you are advised to not say certain stuff. Because like you as time went on you were not able to say um oh trying to think like you weren't really you weren't able to talk about residual income I'm pretty sure at one point like it became like a no-no because people weren't actually making residual income so all right that's that's that question next question Okay, and the last question I'm going to do is, if I could do it again, would I? And my question, or I'm sorry, my answer is no, I would not. I think, if anything, if I had the tools that I do now and the 
ability to set boundaries with people and this mindset growth that I've had like if I if I had done all of that without money in the picture and then money came in maybe we would have a different outcome right now I don't know it'd be interesting but that's not how life works so uh in short terms no no I would not so this is a wrap to this episode um again thank you for being here thank you for spending this time and hearing me out and I just want to say again I hope that we can just listen to other people's stories with open minds and take mental health seriously and when you do experience red flags in a work environment or um, within a business model I hope that this is um, an inspiration to someone to speak up and to never go against your heart, um, lead with your heart, move with your heart, because I think that's what we're meant to do as humans. And I wish that this episode finds you all well, and I hope we can all come together as people and talk about our experiences negative and positive about work environments and um, being able to process them aloud like this without judgment and having open minds and open hearts. So thank you guys again and uh, we'll talk soon.